When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Susan found out that her favorite pop band was playing a private concert for VIP clients in a luxurious club. She decided to sneak inside through the back door. But unfortunately, Susan came across a strict guard behind the door. He refused to let Susan inside without a password. But luckily for her, there was a hint on the guard's t-shirt. The hint was to infinity plus B D. Susan deciphered the hint and was allowed to enter. Can you guess what the password was? It was to infinity and beyond. After the concert, Susan met up with her friend Bobby. Bobby was an expert in ghost activity. He invited Susan to go ghost hunting to a creepy old hotel. Of course Bobby had state-of-the-art equipment. Once they arrived at the hotel, his equipment indicated there was strong paranormal activity going on. It looked like the ghost had a sense of humor and wanted to play hide-and-seek with them before it revealed itself. It led Bobby and Susan into a room with four doors. Each door had an inscription on it with some clues. The sign on door A said, it's behind B or C. The sign on door B claimed, it's behind A or D. Door C said, it's in here, and door D stated, the ghost isn't here. Bobby and Susan looked very confused until a note appeared next to their feet. It said, three of the inscriptions are false and one is true. Can you guess which door leads to the ghost? Let's see how this works. If the ghost was behind door A, then both statements B and D would be true. If it was behind door B, then both A and D would be true. If the ghost was behind door C, then A, C, and D would be all true. But if the ghost was behind door D, then the statements on all the doors would be false, except for that on door B. This fits the rules, so the ghost must be behind door D. The next morning, Bobby called Susan again, saying that he had a surprise. He had won two tickets to Susan's favorite theme park and asked her if she wanted to go. Before she answered, though, Bobby warned her that she had to crack a very difficult riddle. Only then would he give her a ticket. She agreed. For a school challenge, 100 students received a number between 1 and 100. Each student was instructed to go inside a classroom that had exactly 100 boxes randomly numbered from 1 to 100. Inside each box, there was a slip of paper with a random number between 1 and 100 on it. Now, each student needed to enter the classroom on their own and find the box that contained the slip of paper with their number on it. But in order to do so, each of them was only allowed to open a maximum of 50 boxes. They were instructed to leave the room exactly as they found it, and they weren't allowed to communicate with other students once they'd left the room. If all of the students managed to find their numbers inside the boxes, they would each get $100. But if one of them wasn't able to find their number, none of them would be able to win the prize. 
Bobby asks Susan if she knew the best strategy for all of the students to find their numbers and win the prize. After a few hours, Susan called Bobby with the answer. She managed to figure out the riddle. Can you guess what she answered? This riddle isn't obvious, but let's see how it works. If each student searched for their numbers randomly, they would each have a 50% chance of finding the box with their number inside. This is because there were 100 boxes and they were allowed to look inside 50 of them. However, the probability of all of them finding their own number following this random strategy is absurdly small. So, to increase their chances of collectively finding their numbers, they would need a better approach. The students could use something called the loop strategy. After entering the classroom, they should go directly toward the box that has their number on top of it. The number inside probably won't be their number, but that's okay. They should check the number inside the box and go look for the box with that same number on top of it, and so on and so forth. They should keep doing this until they find the paper with their number on it. This strategy means there's more than a 30% chance of the students finding their numbers and winning the prize. It's not a huge probability, but hey, at least they'll have fun trying to figure it out. One afternoon, Susan found her father, Frank, in the living room. Frank was a private investigator and he had just received a message revealing the address of the town's most dangerous criminal, Dirty Jack. He decided to go check the area, even though he didn't know what the criminal looked like. The address turned out to be an old warehouse. When he busted inside, he found four people sitting at a table. They were a carpenter, a truck driver, a mechanic, and a firefighter. Without any hesitation, Frank arrested the firefighter. How did he know it was the criminal? The firefighter was the only man in the room. The rest of the people were women. Bobby and Susan decided to go grab a cup of coffee. But when their orders arrived, Bobby's drink came with a fly in it. He called the waiter and asked him to change his cup. The waiter brought him another cup of coffee. But two seconds later, Bobby called the waiter again and said, hey, that's the same cup. How did he know? Because Bobby had already put sugar in his coffee. And when he tasted the new drink, it already had sugar in it. Susan and her family went on vacation to their country house. But unfortunately, it was raining heavily. It kept raining for 13 days. When it rained in the morning, the afternoon was beautiful and clear. And when it rained in the afternoon, the next day was blessed with a clear, sunny morning. Overall, Susan's family experienced 11 nice mornings and 12 nice afternoons. Can you find out the total number of days they spent in the country house? The total number is 18 days. Here's how you can figure it out. Let's call clear afternoons X, clear mornings Y, and periods of time with no rain O. This equation represents the number of days with rain, X plus Y equals 13. And here are the days with clear mornings, Y plus O equals 11. And this equation represents the days with clear afternoons, X plus O equals 12. If we solve these three equations, we'll learn that x equals 7, y equals 6, and o equals 5. 
so the total number of days is 18. Bobby started his morning by jogging in the park near his house. When he returned, he got to know some very unpleasant news. Someone had stolen his car. He questioned three of his neighbors. Henry said, I've been playing video games for the past 12 hours and haven't left my basement. Rosie said, I'm a gardener. I've been planting daisies in the public area all morning, and I think I saw a suspicious man who opened the car using a knife. Jack said, I saw your car when I went out for groceries, but when I returned home, it was gone. Who's lying? Rosie. She said she planted daisies, but look, there are only rose bushes in this area. One day, Susan found a box on her desk with a note that read, What can run, but never walks, has a mouth, but never speaks, has a head, but never weeps, has a bed, but never sleeps. Can you decipher this riddle? The correct answer is a river. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.